Hello, I'm Howard. Welcome to the 9320 Review Podcast, the show that thinks Liverpool should be thankful that City gave them a reduced allocation and wonders how, after the spirit of Shankly's risable statement last week about fans being kept in after matches at the Etihad, how did so many of their fans, like United's before them, find it so easy to leave early at the weekend? Strange. We're of course looking back at the footballing lesson handed out early on Saturday as City beat Liverpool 4-1 to keep their title hopes very much alive. Uh, to do so, we've drawn together a smorgasbord of talent. First up, a man who could defend better than Trent Alexander-Arnold after 10 pints at Mary D's, it's Asan. And also, two trusty lieutenants with the enthusiasm of Julian Alvarez chasing down Alisson, it's Lloyd and Dom. Uh, good morning, Asan. how are you? Morning, Howard. I'm... As you can imagine, I am in fine, fine spirits. If I'd have hosted this podcast, I would have opened by saying, I have waited a few years for this podcast. I knew the day would come when they would get absolutely slapped by us. And that day has finally come. Yeah, it's a bit better than the 5 nil because they had 11 men, supposedly, on the pitch as well, didn't they, throughout, so... Just to clarify, by the way, it's you that's had the 10 pints at Mary D's and could defend better than Trent Alexander-Arnold. <laughs> right, it's not Trent who not had You the... could defend better than Trent no. Alexander-Arnold after 10 pints because he'd probably be better in that scenario <laughs> so, than he was at the weekend. Uh, Lloyd, good morning. How are you? Morning. Yes, I am. I'm on cloud nine. I, I also watched the game in, in, in fucking hilarious circumstances at the weekend because I was still... Still on holiday, so I was just tuning. Benidorm, yeah. Tuning, hey, Benidorm, of course. <laughs> yeah. I was tuning in by the pool. Got down early to to get a good sun lounger, and then realised that one of the guys who was staying there as well uh, was doing the same. And little did I know, he was a Liverpool fan, and we were both watching on our kind of um, iPads and. My stream was 10, 15 seconds ahead of his, so I ruined I ruined all four goals for him um, <laughs> by the pool with my Heineken. So I was having an absolute great time, and he stormed off after four one. So it was how he left early. Really, did he? It was did really, che- really sweet. Hope you did the cheerio, cheerio wave. To <laughs> it was honestly brilliant. Uh, good holiday then, yeah. Very good, yeah. I did absolutely nothing, which is exactly what I needed with my knee. So perfect, ideal. Dom, good morning. All right, mate. How are you? Doing? Yeah, I've had worse Monday mornings, but yeah, I got to say your, your intro made me think of remember when uh, when City beat Liverpool four 0 just after they won the league, and like they all looked like they were drunk. Um, they probably defended. <laughs> be- <laughs> they probably defended better that day, actually. Um, but yeah. Um, no, I'm all right. I was on holiday in Northumberland last week, which I think I was wearing several more layers than Lloyd, but it was very nice. And yeah, decent weekend. Beautiful part of the world, though, is it not? Yeah, 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 beautiful. Bracing and all that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, always. In August, it's bracing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, um, no, it, was, it was really nice, yeah. Brilliant. Right, let's crack on with some football chat. Hey, Sam, I'm going to start with you. I only got to listen to the. I say only got to listen to the Friday show last night. I was only brave enough to listen to the Friday show last night. Uh, you said that even I would agree that this was a must-win game. Uh, you're wrong because I'd run the numbers probably to make myself feel a bit better. Oh, get in the bin. Eh? Get in the bin. <laughs> no, nah, just to make myself feel a bit better. I'd worked out that if we drew, we could still get it down to four points with a game in hand and beating Arsenal. Probably just to help my nerves, to be honest. Uh, 
well, we needed to win the game, obviously. How did you feel uh, in the morning? Were you pretty nervous going into this one? I found myself pretty relaxed because it was must win. I think that the fact that there's no... Um, there's almost no margin for error now means it makes every match day in the league pretty binary. Yeah, you go and win the game or you've probably given up the title. Um, so I, I was actually quite relaxed. I was, you know, I think that like all of us, I think it was probably a tiny, tiny, tiny part of me that was dreaming that Haaland will miraculously be in the starting lineup. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, it was, it's, it's one of those where I, I feel as though all the way through Guardiola's tenure, um, this team has done well in adversity and, and whatever type of adversity that may be. And I think that particularly stuff like losing what we consider to be key players to injury, um, it's always something that we've dealt with, I think, really, really well. Um, and that's because the team, the collective has always been more important than the individual. Um, so yeah, so going into the game, I had I had confidence that all the players would raise their level because Erling was out. Hmm. Lloyd, what about you? Uh, did you have expectations, forward slash concerns, forward slash optimism about this fixture? Is how I've <laughs> written it in the agenda. So how are you feeling? I was more nervous the day before than the morning mm. of. Actually, me too. Um, actually, bizarrely, yeah. Which which doesn't really make any sense. But <laughs> um, yeah, I was quite I was quite nervous on Friday. I was listening to to the Friday show. Um, That's why I couldn't listen to it. It's like it's not. It's not yeah, I'm just gonna get more nervous. So. I know. Yeah, but to be fair, Stefan said something which resonated with me, which was like, you know, in in the big games, in the must win games in the league under Guardiola, we have inevitably come out on top in pretty much. Not all, but most of them. And I was like, you know what, that is right, actually. Um, mm. And, yeah, I don't know. Woke up, felt quite felt quite chipper. I think the fact that it was 12.30, weirdly, again, usually I absolutely hate that. That's the worst fixture of the weekend. But for some reason, having it, the, having it straight up, I don't know. I didn't mind it that much in this scenario because it was a, such a big game. I kind of wanted it just to come. Um, and then I also heard Liverpool's record in that fixture this season, and I think it's played six, not won six, uh, like lost five, drawn one maybe. So mm. no, I was, I was looking forward to it. And once we saw, once I saw the team, um, I felt, I felt relatively calm as well. Yeah, it was. That kickoff time was actually a cause of concern for me. I'd just rather it been a half five or something, but. Uh, I think our record's actually okay at this time. I just hate the time. I'm not sure footballers like it either. Um, Maybe they'd have had more fans if it was a half five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. indeed. I mean, we beat Newcastle, but that, yeah, a touchy, strange game in a way. We lost at Old Trafford, of course, but that swung on a yeah a certain decision in that game. And I think our record's okay, certainly better than theirs. Just don't like playing at that time. Dom, do you think the international break? Uh, we were saying when you know after Burnley, this is not a time to have a break for City. They've got momentum, but I want to play another game the next day. Basically, I want to see them again. Did you have any concerns that having this international break would somehow halt the momentum and go against them in this match? Yeah, it, um, it's something 
Guardiola always says, isn't it, like the game after the national break is like basically like it's a reset, so it's all it's always tricky. But I don't know. I think you can carry the form over. I mean, for example, you look at that City defeat to Brentford just for the World Cup, mm. and look at City's form after the World Cup. I mean, I think that it looked like that had some sort of slow release effect on some of them for a long time. But and um, I think I think the opposite is true. Here. They've been playing so well going to the international break, and you've had players go away, had sort of. Contrasting international breaks, you know, I know like Ake was in the Netherlands team that got gubbed by France. Um, they're probably all really happy to be back in a squad where everyone's just in total harmony and playing really well. And well, I mean, it's all very well saying they probably are because that's exactly what it looked like unfolded on Saturday anyway. Mm. And Rodri lost to Scotland, so just to have a cheap dig at Ali. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can slowly smash your confidence more than losing to Scotland. So. I, I don't know, but the, the Rodri interview, though, Rodri, this is probably why he's so good in the Guardiola team, but he has got this unshakable belief in whenever his team loses to a team that have you know, 30% possession, it's like, oh, they're rubbish. He's done a few of those interviews. I, I'm trying. To, he's done one for City this year. It might have been after the loss at Tottenham. He was like, oh, we, we deserve to win. And mm. he's, yeah, he, he's completely, he, he, he is... He's a sort of Spanish Catalan style ultra, which is great for the job he does. And I thought he was brilliant again on Saturday, but it probably means he's not the best for, um, for post match interviews when his team haven't played very well. He's like, oh no, it's fine, they're rubbish. Like, the, fact, the fact he was calling Scotland rubbish after the game was, well, I thought it was dead funny. But, um, yeah. And Ali loved it, and yeah, rightly so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're a Scotland fan, you're, just, you're chuckling at that, aren't you? Uh, the, the bitterness of it all. So. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, right, let's talk about Pep Guardiola's. Uh, 100th Premier League home win in the league in 128 matches, which is, of course, the fastest of managers ever done it, beating Arsene Wenger by 11. He did it in 139. And, of course, we get to the team. Asan. Uh, right, we find out, of course, that Bernardo Silva's not been very well during the week, only good enough for the bench and probably only got half an hour in his legs, probably, as well, at mat- most. Uh, turns out, at least one other player had some strange toilet habits on the day as well, uh, but we'll get to him later because he did start the match. So, with that in mind, no Haaland, no one's really, no one's really surprised about that. And to be honest, maybe it's easier with hindsight. It was best he didn't. Yeah, you know, I think it was too big a risk if he's really on the edge to play him in this game. And of course, Phil Foden is recuperating after having his appendix out. With that in mind. I know you said on the Friday show that the team might pick itself almost. Did it feel like the team almost picked itself and that Pep had very few options? And of course, there were options that would be in the back line. So how happy, how did he feel when you saw that lineup? I mean, it concerned me a bit, but then when I stepped back and thought about circumstances, uh, it made a bit more sense to me, so... Yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't think there was any room for concern because um, the options were so limited. I think that literally the only question was: Will Walker play or will Stones play? And I had said that Stones' performance, performance or performances uh, going in at the international break, almost guaranteed that he was going to play in that position because he just he plays it in terms of um, the way in which he plays that nominal right back position. He plays it like Rico Lewis plays it. Um, he's just a lot bigger and a lot stronger and a much better defender, which makes him a much better option if you're going to play in that manner uh, than Walker. 
So yeah, that was that was the only real question mark. And even that for me, it wasn't really a question mark because even if part of me felt like maybe he'd rehabilitate Walker, the truth is that from a footballing point of view, it was probably always going to be Stones. If you wanted to come inside, then yeah, it was, was it not? And we'll mm. get to him later. Lloyd, what about you? Uh, again, Friday show, uh, callback. I think there was at least one, two people said what you want. It might be Stones in the middle and Walker right back, but ultimately it is going to be Diaz and Akanji at the moment. Uh, so was there much surprise for you in the lineup? No, I think I think Walker's Stones was the only real pick, to be honest, that, that Guardiola have, given, given that Bernardo was out. Um, I think, you know, past examples dictate that I think Bernardo would have started if he was fit because Pep generally goes to him in, in big in big games, mm. particularly against Liverpool. And he loves the games, let's be honest. Well, and the Scousers hate Bernardo, so <laughs> it, it's all just... It's all a big tick in that sense, but it, yeah. Why you know, why he... didn't he come on as a sub with a cup of tea in his hand? That's the one regret from the day. Eh? <laughs> I think my best favorite Bernardo moment is when he's wearing his uh, his his overall and just refuses to clap the Scousers when they've won the league and then just walks off before all the Liverpool fans of all the Liverpool <laughs> players have finished doing the uh, the the kind of walk of honor. Um, but yeah, he obviously wasn't fit enough to start, so that wasn't a choice. So really, you know, I think. Let's actually remember we were looking at that bench an hour before kickoff, going, "Christ, there's there's not a lot on there if um if if the game doesn't go our way and we need to kind of chase it." Um, you know, I think Cole Palmer was probably the attacking player that we'd be looking to on around sixty minutes if we if we needed a goal, which is I don't think we've been in that position this season. Um, I mean. Cal Walker, Calvin Phillips, Laporte, Ortega, Bernardo Silva, Gomez, Perone, Palmer, Lewis. Yeah. It's pretty thin, isn't it? <laughs> Particularly in an attacking sense. Um, yeah. You know, good defensive options, but you, you generally don't look to your bench for defensive options, um, do you? So, so but yeah, I, I was happy with the team. You know, there were, like, as we've just said, there weren't, there weren't that many options with Bernardo, Phil and Haaland all out. So it was very much get your chips out and put them down. Mm. Let's uh, look at the match then. I guess we have to section it off into the first 17 minutes. Uh, Dom, we'll get to the goal, of course, in a minute. How did you feel City actually played up until that point? Um, really well. I, I think, and I, I know we'll, we'll probably get onto Liverpool's frailties a bit later, but I, I, I remember thinking sort of about five minutes in when Stones was already tucking in and <laughs> playing like a Rolls Royce that... I can never remember City playing through a Liverpool front line this easily, um, and I think they massively, massively miss Sadio Mane. I don't think that I don't think enough has been made of that. Um, and yeah, it was <clears throat> fairly early on. It looked like City were able to do what they wanted when they wanted to do it. Um, you know, the, the, this formation now, sort of, which is like this three-two-four-one, probably what you'd say it is. Um, it doesn't look to have a great deal of flaws in it, apart from maybe a long ball over the top of the strung out back three. Maybe we'll get to that. Um, yeah, I, I thought they looked they looked really good. The tempo was good. All the combination play was great. Um, yeah, I thought they looked really impressive. Thanks for listening to the first fifteen minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to ninety three twenty dot com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description.
So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.